everybody. This is Ben Morse, the uh, editorial director of digital media over at Marvel, hanging out in the wee waning hours of New York Comic Con 2017. By my side is Assistant Editor Tucker Marcus, really keeping the energy up uh, in spite of the four days, but. Uh I hope I hope that reads. Yeah. So I I'll, yeah. I'll tell you what's exciting though. What's exciting is we've got Gabby Rivera, the writer of America, with us. Gabby, welcome to the show. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I want to get the origin because I don't know if we've ever gotten this from you before. How exactly you got involved with the America series? How were you brought in? Did you pitch? Were you pitched to? Oh what was going on? How did you end up? linking up with America to form this dream team? Well, America came my way because Will Moss, the editor, uh, Howard the Duck, um, other titles, he's incredible. Yeah, he's great. They were like, yo, Will, they being Marvel, we need you to do, do this America book. And so Will went out into the world and read like Latina uh, authors and YA and went outside the comic world and he found my book, Juliet Takes a Breath. Nice. Love the voice of that. And then all of a sudden I'm at my day job right and I get this email from Marvel yeah. um, and it's Will saying hey I read your book can we talk there's this character America Chavez um, and then it was all like but we can't tell you anything more than that <laughs> sign these papers and then we can talk and so that that I'm a YA novelist uh, culture writer and um, I just got brought into this wild beautiful world yeah. so what do you think so far <laughs> I think there's a lot of joy in comics. Um, there's a lot of wild, beautiful storytelling that is possible. Um, the fans are great. Everyone here is really like just bursting with good magic. Yeah. I, I want to start big here and ask a big question. I, <laughs> I in it, for my money, which I, I admittedly like the exchange rate is really bad and it's not worth <laughs> a lot. Uh, America is one of the most important books, not just in the Marvel Universe, but in comic books at, at large. When you're writing a story, an issue, on, on a day-to-day -day basis, how much are you thinking about what this book means to people and, and all that it represents? Is that something that's really present to you at all times, or do you just go right into the story? I think that's an excellent question. There's so much intentionality that goes into every issue of America, especially number seven, Baby It's You. Uh, that's where we get some backstory of America's grandma, new character that we created. I created Majumar. She's like the luchador grandma of your dreams. <laughs> and so in number seven, that we wanted to tell uh, an origin story about America Chavez. And we were, I wanted to do that through the grandmother and it was super important to me. Uh, I lost my grandpa last year, which is kind of around the same time that I got the Marvel gig. Um, so with America, I was like, okay, she's grieving about her moms. I think I'm grieving too. How can I weave this all together and talk about the stories that we lose when our grandparents pass away and also the ones that they give to us? You know, Madrimar's there. And so that whole issue I mean all the issues there's a lot of intentionality but that one in particular like there's so much uh, history and richness in our families especially in like uh, folks that are like Latinx or anything actually we all have really solid histories you know and and I wanted that to be clear and I wanted uh, America to experience the enormity of that to finally have people and a story I want to talk about the transition from YA writing to comic book writing. Obviously, it's writing at the end of the day, but it's two very different kinds. How did you adjust? Who helped you to adjust? 
How did they do that? How did you switch from one gear to the next? Very quickly, I switched. Yeah. <laughs> I Go, have been man. learning in public, like in front of everyone, one issue to the next. I am acquiring the skill sets that I need to even be able to tell this story, right? And that comes definitely from the support of Will Moss and Sarah Brunset, the editors. Um, I've learned to tell a story in squares without words first. I know I use a lot of words, there's a lot of dialogue in America, but first and foremost, it's like, what is that panel gonna look like? And that's a totally different uh, take than what is this entire chapter going to look like? And a lot of the ways that dialogue can tell the story for you, it doesn't work like that in comics necessarily. The dialogue has to like, pop on its own and the art has to tell its own story and it's all so complicated and fascinating. It's been like like a professional development writer's course like yeah. on acid. <laughs> yeah. I like that. That's a great description of it. I, I feel like so much of the strength of the series comes from its specificity uh, of America's uh, the specificity of America as a woman as a, a, a family member as a granddaughter, as someone uh, in a relationshipy thing, <laughs> uh, what? How do you manage to create that in such a specific and real way? How can you can can you synthesize the process of that, going from obviously your knowledge as a human being into making it, uh, you know, a, 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 a comic book, making it readable and and and, and all that. That's a whole lot of question, yeah. and I love that. <laughs> Charlie Rose here. Yes, yes, here yeah. we go. I mean, I just wanted to be able to write a wildly fun and charismatic, little chaotic, um, joyful story, right? This, what's going on in the world is very intense. Like, current social, political stuff is hard on folks, right? And what I really wanted to do was make a comic that people could lose themselves in, have a little fun, something that is like, you know, Tank Girl meets Love and Rockets, you know what I mean, to go, that's, that's like my comic world, you know what I mean, like that's what I knew growing up, um, and how do we, how can we do that, with, that's so fun, you know, so I wanted to pull in all of those elements and remember that even when we tell stories about identity, even when the character is a woman and she's a lesbian and she's all these things that are so newsworthy, right, that it's still about the like fundamental human experience. It's still about, uh, you know, even good versus evil. It's about our relationships. It's about our histories. And it's about having fun, you know? And so I always try to remember that because I think if you tell a story like too on the nose, it, it loses. Um, it loses that depth, that nuance. And there are times where you gotta be a little on the nose. There are times where I'm gonna be like, yes, it's Sonia Sotomayor University. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That's about as on the nose as you can To get. pull it in, to yeah. pull it in. Um, and there was talks on one of the panels about, uh, someone asked, how can I, as a comic creator, be more inclusive of voices of color in my writing? And I think one of the easiest ways sometimes is to just include those other references, right? Talk about your, and Lumberjanes, talk about your characters uh, mentioning Audre Lorde or like, you know, whoever, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you know what I mean? Like, whoever it is, other folks will be like, oh, I know that. That's familiar to me. That's part of my experience, you know? 
talked a little bit about the chaos element of this series. Now, one of the things I dig about America is it's definitely not a linear story. It's definitely not a this happens, then this happens, then this happens. You jump all over the place and you pack the issues. How do you keep track of all of it in your head, like knowing that, all right, I'm over here right now, I'm at point C right now, I'm at point E, I'm jumping back. How do you uh, manage all the time travel craziness? I mean, that is definitely also where Will and Sarah come yes. in, you know? They have that mind. They know if they're like, hey, we love these two pages. Let's switch them around. Or like in number eight, you had Exandria doing this. Don't forget to like loop that in to number nine. And it's super challenging. Um, there are moments where there's less going on. Um, and I'll get a note that's like, hey, Gabby, like, what's going on here? Let's rev this up, you know? Um, but I think as I'm, as I'm learning and I'm going through the series, like I'm realizing that you don't have to pack in every moment. That like there are spaces to breathe. And I think I learned that a lot on um, numbers five and six, the Kate Bishop um, in America, like Las Vegas uh, road trip, you know? In that, even with all the explosions and stuff, there's space for them to just be friends. You know, and so, so that's, I'm learning it through literally doing it um, and through the experts at Marvel. Uh, but also, yeah, like, the story too tells you how to make it work, you know? Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm gonna skip you, Tucker, but I wanted to ask about, well, she brought it up, the, uh, the Kate Bishop, America Chavez friendship. One of the best friendships in comics. Right up there with Wonder Man and Beast, right up there with <laughs> Cannonball and Sunspot, you know, kind of the classics. What, how does it feel to be kind of defining a new classic relationship that's probably gonna go down in history as one of the, one of the really good ones? It feels excellent. Um, it feels so excellent. And um, Kelly and I worked, uh, we like brainstormed together. Like I like did the draft of the script and everybody like put their thoughts in. And so it felt, it felt really good, first of all, to work with like another writer and, and with that much expertise who loves the character, Hawkeye, as much as like I love America and probably, probably even more because she's been working on it so long, you know? Um, and finding that vibe with Kelly was great, you know? And we, were, we talked about their relationship. A lot of folks want them to be together, you know? Yeah. Like, Americate fandom is strong yeah. and beautiful. Um, but when we were talking about it, it was kind of like, we really want to make sure that we highlight the ways that they have each other's backs. Like, the elements of their friendship that are fun. Why do they love each other so much? Like, Kate, uh, Kelly was saying that Kate looks at America as like almost like an awe. And that America looks to Kate for like support, you know? So if those are kind of the root, the roots of their friendship, how do we play with that? And then also for the issues, I was like, wouldn't this be a cool movie? Yeah. Just throw yeah. them out in the desert Absolutely. and like, like that's how I wrote it too, yeah. like five and six. I was like, if they just wanted to pluck something out of the America series and make a movie, there you boom, go. here it is. Done. Yeah. Done. All right. I <laughs> We spoke earlier, you mentioned that this is your first New York Comic Con. Can you talk a little bit about how it's been, how your experience has been here, some fan interactions that might have stuck out amongst all the chaos? How's it been? This is the wildest experience I've had. Like, I had... I, <laughs> it is magic and also terrifying. Like, there's so many people, but it, it's really like a testament to 
the beauty and power of comics and the world, right? That people feel so connected to these characters and these folks that they are like embodying them, you know? Um, it's been a little intense, but I love the panels that I've been on. There was an invisible Latinx panel, first Latino panel here at Comic-Con, and that was beautiful. We had Edgar from La Borinquena over there with us, a bunch of folks from um, Black Girl Nerds and Latinx Geeks, so that was fun. But the highlight has been meeting the Littlest America cosplayer. Yes, Baby Cameron over here. Okay, hand-painted denim jacket stars stars on her chest like I even put the pictures on my Instagram like that yeah that feels that feels like there something really magical is happening yeah. you know yeah. we love baby Cameron so <laughs> all about that all right to kind of finish up I want to talk to you about Marvel Legacy coming up you've got exterminatrix coming into the book let's do the you know let's do the tease the next thing let's okay. uh, let's talk about what's coming next and why people got to pick it up Okay, well, we all know America punches portals, right? Yep. Into other dimensions. Yeah. So what happens when Exterminatrix, trying to thwart her, puts the brakes on that type of portal punching? Is that even possible? Mm. We don't know. And Arcade ruined everything in Las Vegas. America vanquished him with Majumar. And so now Exterminatrix is pissed because she is trying to come for America Chavez. And the Midas Corporation that we've seen all along the way is definitely like her, her backup, you know? So we're gonna see America in some dire straits. <laughs> You gotta do. She, That's your job. But we're also gonna see Prodigy and Exandria like shine, um, and really have moments where like you see them as a team. Um, but yeah, and who knows? We might end up on Planeta Fuertona. Yeah, I just have some, like just weird noises coming out of my mouth. Uh, I'll, look, all I can say is, if you're not reading this book, pick it up. Go on Marvel Unlimited. It is so excellent for so many reasons, and like Abby said, it is just so much fun. Definitely agree. And the trade is coming out very oh, soon, right, so pre-order that trade. So let's get that trade. Let's support America. Let's support Gabby. Gabby, thank you so much for being on the thank show with you. us. Um, we wish you all the best. Thank you so much. High fives, Yay! Yeah. All right, this is Marvel. Your universe.